Hi there. Welcome to Divine Truth Sharing Podcast. This audio was originally recorded as a video, which you can watch on YouTube at Divine Truth Sharing. God bless. Welcome to Divine Truth Sharing. I'm delighted you're here. Today's video covers a very popular topic, soulmates. I wasn't sure what I would find about soulmates when I came across the pageant messages, and I was delighted and surprised with the truth. And I think you will be too, because it's wonderful news. When our souls were created, pure and perfect, they were created as a whole, one complete soul. And each of these individual souls are unique, and they have special characteristics that make you and me who we are. Before we incarnated to planet Earth, which as we've discussed in previous videos, is our starting point as individuated souls, God splits each soul in two, and you get to incarnate separately so that you can individuate. And souls do incarnate male and female, as we're told in the messages. That said, souls don't have a sexuality or a gender per se. So that really just deals with our earth experience. But the beautiful gift in this and why God has given it to us is so that when we come back together on the other side, we will have someone with whom we are perfectly compatible. And at the same time, we will also have the opportunity to share our varied and wondrous experiences that we've gained as individuals. And we stay individuals forever so that we each have an opportunity to experience companionship. God didn't want us to be alone. And soulmate love is completely different from every other kind of love. The closest love to soulmate love is the love that each individual soul has with the Heavenly Father. So the soulmate love is that special. We incarnate on earth. We may or may not incarnate at the same time. We might incarnate many years apart, decades apart, even hundreds of years apart. Because remember, in the spirit world, time doesn't exist and the whole experience is quite different from what we're used to on planet earth. So it really doesn't matter uh, whether we incarnate in close proximity to one another or not. And even if we're on the earth at the same time as mortals, we may never meet. We might live next door. We might live on the other side of the world. We might incarnate in completely different socioeconomic situations, different countries, different cultures. And we're sure to have different experiences because every soul's experience in their incarnation on earth and in the spirit world is unique. 
So this means that we may or may not meet while we're incarnated. But we can be assured that we will be reunited when we're both ready. And that will depend on our soul condition, as does pretty much everything as we've learned through the messages. Now, James Paget and his wife Helen were actually soulmates. And we believe that this was part of what made James Paget's mediumship so extraordinary because remember, Helen is the first person with whom James made contact through automatic writing mediumship when he was here and she was on the other side. And in fact, it was his deep abiding love for her and his longing for her that caused him to reach out to try to communicate with her through a seance in the first place, and that's how his mediumship began. His partner and friend, Dr. Leslie R. Stone, who was an Englishman living in the United States, he had never met his soulmate while he was on Earth, but he was introduced to her through James Paget's automatic writing mediumship when Helen, who was in spirit, went to go find her in the spirit world and discovered that she was an English woman who had lived somewhat nearby where Leslie Stone was from and in around the same time frame, but they had never met and she predeceased him. Her name was Mary Kennedy and she adored Leslie Stone. And if you're interested in reading the Paget messages, you will find many, many letters between Mary Kennedy and her beloved Leslie and Helen Paget and her beloved James, whom she called Ned. And it's beautiful to see how much they love one another and how unique and really special each of these soulmate love relationships are. It might be interesting to note too that the famed Napoleon and his one-time wife Josephine were actually soulmates as well. And they came through in the messages and Josephine was in the fifth sphere at the time and Napoleon was in the fourth sphere. And that often happens where one soulmate is a little bit ahead of the other soulmate. And that's okay because again, we have all the time we need to catch up to one another. And they were in contact with each other and they knew that they were soulmates. But Napoleon was contented. He wanted to spend the time that he was having and enjoying in the fourth sphere before he would join up with Josephine. Now that's not always the case. Sometimes the soulmates, when they meet and they discover that they're on different spheres, the one who's in the lower sphere will be very eager to quickly pray for God's love and catch up so that they can be united. Another thing that's interesting to note, and I mention it because it's a pattern, the males seem to often be in the lower sphere than the females. And the reason I mention that, besides the fact that it was a pattern, is because if you are a male watching this video, you might want to just pray a little harder if you want to be with your soulmate, because if you don't, she might be a little ahead of you. But even if that's the case, it's perfectly fine. We have all the time we need to catch up to one another. 
And a great example of that was Caligula. If you're a history buff, you might be aware that Caligula was the third emperor of Rome. And tragically, he was a wicked man. When he lived on earth, I am not going to go into the atrocities that he perpetrated in detail, but he definitely put to death many Christians. And because of that, when Caligula crossed into the world of spirit, he actually went to the lowest hells, and he stayed there for a very long time. Eventually, we're told, a beautiful spirit, a young woman, came to visit him in the darkness of the hells and began to nurture him with the love of God and try to help him open up his soul and his awareness. And as he gradually developed under her beautiful and sweet tutorship, she told him about the truth of soulmates. And he'd never heard of that. And he thought, wouldn't it be wonderful if he could have a soulmate as lovely as she? Well, she was a Christian whom he had put to death when she was immortal. And come to find out over time, she actually is his soulmate. And he was so delighted and surprised and amazed that she was greeting him with such love, even though he had treated her abominably on earth. But she was a celestial angel, and she had the love of God in her soul. And once Caligula understood that this lovely young woman was his soulmate, he was on fire to pray for God's holy love to come into his soul so that he could join her. And eventually, he did. Now, this soulmate love is so special that no mother love, no father love, no child love can compare. And in fact, of course, we know from the messages that once we cross into the world of spirit, our blood relations and friendships that we made on earth may or may not ever come into play. It really depends on two factors. One is our soul condition, because of course, we're divvied up according to soul condition, but the other is the longing and the love that we have in our souls. So as long as we retain an affection and a desire and an interest in our friends and relatives that we knew when we were mortal, and if our soul conditions are somewhat compatible, then our relationships with them will continue. If, on the other hand, we would prefer to just let them slide into the past, that's indeed what happens. But the soulmate love never does that. The soulmate love is very, very special. And one day, when the two souls are united, they become very happy. Now this begs the question, what happens if one half of the soulmate pair is on the natural love path and very contented in the spirit realm, and the other partner of the soulmate pair is in the celestial realm having become a divine love angel? What happens then? Well, just like with all spirits, the one who's in the higher realm can come down and visit the one who's in the lower realm. 
and they can become acquainted and generally speaking what happens as far as we know is that they become so attracted to one another that the the one who is less progressed is very eager and interested to uh, increase their soul condition open their souls for God's love and join their partner in the celestial realm so chances are excellent that that's exactly what's going to happen. Having said that, we're also told in the messages that one day, and we don't know when, the celestial realm, which is the true kingdom of God, over which our brother Jesus presides as the Prince of Peace and the master of that kingdom, and this being the kingdom that Jesus came to teach us about all those many years ago, we understand eventually will close. And once that happens, no other souls will be coming into the celestial realm. So what happens if one half of the soulmate pair is in the spirit realm at that time and the other is in the celestial realm, what happens then? The answer is, we don't know. God has not revealed that to us as of yet. However, the belief of the celestials is that because God is all loving and all merciful, there will be some kind of plan for that. And I have faith in that and I hope you do too. So this is what we know about soulmates. And having said all of this, I would like to encourage you to now just feel happy that one day you will meet your soulmate, but not be concerned about when that might be. And certainly don't bother to look for your soulmate here on earth. For example, if your soulmate is born in a different country, a different culture, a different socioeconomic background, even if you did meet, chances are you wouldn't be as happy together as you would be with someone who is from a similar background to you, at least while you're here on the earth plane. Just know that you have that to look forward to. And even though I mentioned that James Paget and his wife Helen were soulmates, what I didn't say was that they separated shortly before Helen died and they were on the path to getting a divorce. So even though they were married here on earth, it wasn't all sunshine and flowers. So we really don't need to be concerned about the soulmate love. Just know that it's there and that one day it's going to be an especially lovely blessing. And we still have the opportunity while we're here on planet earth to pair bond if we choose or not with whomever we feel that we are attracted to and that we have compatible personalities, similar backgrounds, similar plans, those kinds of things, especially how do you want to spend your life? Those are the kinds of things that we can look for when we're pair bonding here. And I'll just say one more thing about the soulmate relationship. Because you're actually one soul, there is no other soul anywhere who can compete with you and your soulmate, which is to say no one can ever come between you. 
So you never need to feel worried about jealousy or anything like that. And of course, we expiate from all those kinds of lower experiences quickly when we get into the spirit realm, the higher spirit realm anyway. But even so, even if you were here on earth, there's no one that can get between you and your soulmate permanently, even if they are married to someone else and you're married to someone else. So really, you'll have no competition. And I just think that's kind of nice. We can relax. So we all have that to look forward to. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. And I wish you every love. And I encourage you to read the passages at the end of this video from which I got some of this information. But there's much more information, of course, available on the internet and in the pageant messages and the full sets, which you can purchase online or read for free. Just remember, in all ways, whether it's between you and God, you and your soulmate, you and the angels, you and the other spirits, you are deeply, truly loved. So with that, I'll see you next time. God bless.